Welcome to the second episode of Write, Read, and Write, a podcast dedicated to your study and practice of English. I am Adam Preston Perel, and I am joined today by Josiah Gray to talk about summaries. So we'll try to keep this short, as you should with most summaries. But before we get into it, Adam, what's new with you? Well, in the time of COVID-19, not much is new with anyone. But I do have a new perception of one of my favorite places to order food. The restaurant is called Four Tomatoes. They are in downtown Yangon. I found them at the beginning of the pandemic. They had a short menu, only hot dogs and chili dogs. Their fries were thin curls and their chili was great. It was the best thing for me to order. It was affordable and it tasted so good. I ordered from them the other day as one does to be socially distant and get their chili dog craving filled. But I was disappointed. The menu has exploded. There's so many options. There are options for different toasts, pizza, subs, and sandwiches. In short, when they were forced, focused and clear about their food, it was so much better. But now, with their increased menu, I think they've really decreased the quality of their chili dogs. I don't think I'll be ordering from them probably ever again. But much like summaries, specializing and knowing what you're good at is key to success. At least my mouth thinks so. Uh, what's new with you, Josiah? What's new with me? Pitch wars. Ooh. Sorry, I was, I, I was, that was me trying to be short. <laughs> but maybe, <laughs> maybe I should elaborate. Um, Dramatic. <laughs> so everyone, um, sometimes you need a little bit of context uh, before you summarize. So here's my context on Pitch Wars. Uh, so Pitch Wars, it's this writing competition uh, where you explain your book uh, to a published writer. And they decide if they want to mentor, mentor you. And if they do, then they'll help you get your book ready uh, to be presented to an agent. And hopefully you'll get published. And it's a long process. And I might not get in. Uh, however, I've just finished my book. And I've done the most of the edits. So now I'm trying to prepare my query. And I'm hoping they'll get chosen. But I'll keep all of you up to date on it. It's quite exciting, I feel. Um, but anyway, Adam, what are we discussing today? Summaries. And if I were to summarize our recent happenings, I would say that you are finding hope and I am finding disappointment. That would be rather succinct. So without further delay, and to be further succinct, today my main pointers and tips for summarizing are these. Be precise, be concise, and stay focused. These tips are for anyone who has to write for any subject and be specific and maybe even summarize a lot of information. Being precise allows you to answer a prompt or question directly, and it ensures that you are giving the best details. If you are too vague, you may not be responding correctly for a test, or you may not be giving enough information to be useful to yourself in the future or for anybody else reading your work. Being concise is a science and an art. It is necessary to write your sentences in such a structure that your ideas are grouped and compounded in as few as many words as possible without losing precision. In fact, being concise should help you be precise. Next, stay focused. And that's my last tip. For those who don't stay focused, they add details that are not necessary to answering the question or prompt, or they lose the main point of the summary in the first place. 
In order to stay focused, I recommend great note-taking and outlining. If a summary should be about four or five sentences, then have the ideas meant for that summary outlined into three or four groups. Focus on your task and you won't get distracted by runaway imaginations or unnecessary details. I try to keep my suggestions and tips short. What do you have to say on su summaries, Josiah? All right. Uh, that was uh, quite comprehensive. And I don't uh, know if there's anything else that needs to be said. But actually, when you were talking just there and you were talking about staying focused, it did remind me of the film Ant-Man. Have you ever watched Ant-Man, Adam? Uh, I have, yes. Uh, there, there is one moment. There's, it's repeated in the second one because it was so good. Uh, but one of the characters, Luis, is asked to summarize uh, the events. Um, and it's an example of probably the worst summary you can make. Uh, he goes completely on these random tangents. He's not focused. He's not concise. His, uh, the way he describes things is not precise as well. It's hilarious. Um, and that's why they did it again for the second one. Um, but it's an example of what to not do when you're, when you're summarizing something. It's, it sounds anyway. like me. It sounds like me on uh, the usual day. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it just when you're you haven't actually thought of what you need to say, so it's just kind of here, there, and everywhere, and there's no no structure, no focus. What's even more funny is in the movie they keep on trying to get him to focus, and of course he cannot. But uh, that's part of the humor. Anyway, uh, for me, my best analogy for summarizing is actually cooking. Um, so Adam, have you ever actually made like a soup broth? Yes, and it was terrible. Okay. Well, I, I've made one once or twice, and it was pretty terrible too. Um, but it's, uh, you know, conceptually, it's really easy because all you have to do is boil bones and vegetables in water for a while. Um, but what's really important is that you let it all boil down until it's really concentrated. And then you just sift out all those bones and veg. And so hopefully, uh, you know, because those, those things are no longer useful. And so hopefully... What's left over is this really strong stock that's got a lot of flavor for your dish. And that's the, the same is true for summarizing. So what you need to do is kind of boil away all those extra details um, that kind of make your, your writing watery and just kind of don't add to the summary until you have this really thick paragraph that's full of the most important details from your text. And so I've actually had to do this with Pitch Wars, with my Pitch Wars query, because I have to write a synopsis of my book. And if you don't know what a synopsis is, it's like the plot summary of a book. And I'm only allowed to write one page for the synopsis. And it's like 500 words. Um, and so now my book is like 60,000 words, a little over. So you can imagine how painful it is to try to summarize and cut all, everything out until you only have 500 words. So I boiled it down to the most basic parts. And like you said, I've been precise, I've been concise, and I've had to stay focused because I don't have any room to talk about the character's past or likes or dislikes. I'm not going to go into the dialogue or description that happens in the, in the story. I'm just going to focus on the facts and think about what does my reader have to know to understand my book. So anything else that's just kind of filler that I'll sift out and leave on the side, like the bones and veg. Um, and if the reader wants to know those details, they're of course going to read the whole, uh, the whole text, the whole book that I have. Um, now, unfortunately, <laughs> I think my explanation uh, in summary, summarizing might not have been very concise. My apologies. Um, but Adam, do you have any more thoughts? I, I'm, I'm with you, Josiah. 
it is really hard to lead by example when teaching summarizing skills because there's so much to say. I mean, the best example we could give is to write a summary of something and present that. Of course, that wouldn't be the greatest for a podcast. Because if we were to do so, then we wouldn't have the examples to relate to, the details that connect with our students or our audience, nor would we have the really enjoying discussions that we could have. And podcasts, at least some of them, are conversations. And for me, conversations are not enjoyable when cut down to the basics, precise or concise. Yeah, if you cut all that extra out of conversations, they feel very fake. <laughs> so I, I couldn't agree more. Um, and I guess uh, if we were to put a caveat on this, I, there might be times then where you should summarize and keep things brief. But there's also times where you need to elaborate and have elaborate and have more details. Um, so I guess in the end, that this all goes back to purpose and what we talked about last week. Because sometimes our purpose isn't actually to summarize something, but to explain it very clearly. I think these are great tips for our young learners and even for advanced learners. Um, I'm sure they have some summaries to write, so I like to give a suggestion. Write chapter summaries for your class. And that's my suggestion. Your teacher may not assign chapter summaries, but the practice will only help you when you study before an exam. Sit down and write a short summary of the ideas taught in the lessons in the chapter. Then go back and see what you missed in your summary and rewrite the summary. Maybe even write the summary on a piece of paper and put it in the book. When you study before an exam, the summary will jog your memory and the things you've forgotten will be clear so you can have a more effective revision. All right. So, uh, Adam, you've kind of taken a very non-fiction approach to this. So I'm going to try to find a fictional uh, task-based idea. Um, what I would like uh, you to do as a listener um, is find one of your favorite stories. Uh, that could be a movie. That could be a book. Uh, but be sure to find something you know. Otherwise, this task will ruin the plot of that story for you. But what I want you to do is go to Wikipedia, which is amusing because you've probably never heard a teacher encourage you to go to Wikipedia before. But go there and find uh, your book or your movie and read that plot summary. And uh, you might want to do this with a partner uh, so you can discuss uh, this together. But consider what was left out of that synopsis. Are there any important details of the story or big moments that you would have included? And so decide why they left those ideas out. That, that should be fun for our listeners. Probably more fun than uh, my suggestion. <laughs> but that's okay. So that's sure, it. For this I, I, love, I love going on Wikipedia and looking at plot summaries. So that's just a pet peeve you know, thing of mine. <laughs> it, it's, it's a little off topic, but I, I tend to go down Wikipedia rabbit holes. It's where you go to uh, Wikipedia, read some stuff, then you click on a link and then go to the next Wikipedia page and you just see how far you get reading about different information. Yes, the Wikipedia rabbit holes, they're the best. Okay, that is it for this episode of Write, Read, and Write. Please rem remember to keep your summary short, even if your teachers can't keep their podcast episode short. <laughs> Thank you for listening and for working to improve your practice of English.